0: Welcome to Living Word
1: Bible Church, a lovely place for families where we have a passion to sing great songs to Jesus and where sound Bible teaching is central in home groups and in preaching at Sunday services. Living
0: Word Bible Church, teaching the Bible verse by verse.
2: Satellite. Hello. hello! If you're watching us online uh, to Living Word Bible Church, we are going to all those present here. Um, we're going to read from Revelation chapter one. So if you want to follow along in your own Bibles, if you've got the church Bible, it's page 1233. So right at the beginning of the book of Revelation, chapter 1 and from verse 10. On the Day, I was in the spirit, and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet, which said, Write on a scroll what you see, and sent it to the seven churches to Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. I turned round to see the voice that was speaking to me, and when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. and coming out of his mouth was a sharp, double-edged sword. His face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. Then he placed his right hand on me and said, Do not be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead and now look. I am alive forever and ever And I hold the keys of death and Hades. This is the word of the Lord.
1: I guess it's sound here? Great. Okay. Welcome. Technology, eh? Technology. It's, it's brilliant when it works, and uh, not so brilliant. <laughs> hey, you can hear me okay? I oh, know, I've got a challenge now. I can't keep this at the right distance, haven't I? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to just do my best with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think I'm going to manage that very well. Let me, Father, as we consider afresh Jesus prayer, open our eyes so that we may behold wondrous things from the Lord. Amen. Look, I'll go straight into our message. It's our third time. We're going at the rate of loss, uh, one sermon per word. We've done, we've done. what have we done so far? We've done, uh, Father. Our, today we'll do in heaven. Okay, i to spend the morning for the morning, some of the morning on heaven. And look, here's my heading. The Father that we pray to is the transcendent God of heaven. We're looking at heaven with the proximity of God. As Father, He is drawing near, we have access to Him. Where we said last time, uh, that the fact that our is used there, it's very inclusive. In prayer, we're in fellowship with believers all around, particularly at the believers that we are in membership with. Today, so we look, though he's close to us as Father, he's actually transcendent. He's, he's above and beyond our Lord. And I think this is something that's important for us just to accept with God. God has never been with people. He he, is of such a nature that that he that he can't. He just God is of uh, ontologically of a substance that he cannot be with us. God can't be in the same place with us in his all his awesome fullness, and so he's always related to us vicariously he? he's related to us all through history before Jesus how is he related to us in, in what uh, form it's not a great word but what mode? Uh, he spoke to us in prophets thanks Graham but he's related to us through his spirit his spirit has been on the earth since the very beginning in fact he still relates to us through his spirit doesn't he his spirit indwells us whereas in the old testament God related to people through his spirit on special occasions, through special people, through prophets. Now in the New Testament, where's God's spirit? Who has God's spirit? You do. And so God now relates to us vicariously through his spirit, okay, in the most intimate and deepest sense in one sense. And yet, in, in all of history, in the different ways God's related to us, what are we to us? What's what is the optimum way that God has related to us in history? Bearing in mind that he's never related to us directly. Yeah. Jesus, he's put a couple of verses for me. Look, I've started putting the text back up because I've noticed it's not working. He's just looking at me, he can't see the text. And so, what's the point? So, I'll just put it on the screen, it's so easier. Okay? The next screen, please, Charlie. Look, this is what he said in himself Anyone who's seen me has seen the Father. Can you see what God is doing in Jesus? It's the closest visitation that he has had with us. Because to behold Jesus is to behold the Father. And in fact, in Hebrews, it tells us even more than that. Next one, please, Charlie. In Hebrews, it tells us the Son is the radiance of God's glory, the exact representation of his being. So God is related to us in Christ. It's the fullest, clearest, most defined revelation. Uh, and that's because this God, this God, in, in some sense, cannot be with us. He's light, but He's brilliant light in such a way that, that we can't cope with Him. He's holy, but He's perfectly holy, so so that if we were in His presence, we couldn't cope with that. He's everything that we're not. He exists in such a way that we cannot be in His presence. And so He makes His presence available to us through... Through the Spirit, who is the fullness of ease, through Jesus, and that's because, and it's what we're looking at today, He dwells beyond us. He must, as it were, dwell beyond us in a trans- link in a place that we cannot access, and it's to that place that we're praying. And He reminds us that if God is all of this, so much so that. That, that we can only engage him through intermediaries as right? hmm. This is someone that ought to be some awe. Respect. In how we relate to him. I don't want to use the word fear. I know using in the Bible. The issue is language evolves. And the word fear does not mean today what it, what it did when the King James was written. Okay, And so I don't want to suggest we're to fear God. It's, it's, it, it's, it's the wrong sense of the word for what it means to us today. If we're talking about a father and we say he's a failure father, it's because this man is abusing you, probably. Okay? And so I don't think it's an appropriate English term, you know, so I'll use the best one I can, I can think of. Is There needs to be some awe some <coughs> respect. This is God who's transcendent. We, we can't even approach him. He has to exist, as it were, uh, you know, separated from us by such distance, if you can measure it like that. I don't need to remember him again. He 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 condescends to relate to us as Father. Right? But that's the point, his condescension. Deep impact, you may
0: have seen it. Living Word by Church. You know, about the end of the the world uh,
1: uh, event, uh, extinction level event. And here there's a scene where Morgan Freeman, I love Freeman, he's just a brilliant actor. Morgan Freeman is portraying the president ever before they had that president. and, and, and the news reporter, I forget her name, he sort of, standing before him. He has a meeting with her because she's discovered the truth and she's going to let it out. Okay. And so the president confronts her you know, to go to shut up. And then in this conversation, you know, she's talking to the president of the United States
0: uh, with some liberty. You
1: know, in the conversation, he says to her, we had each other on the same barrel because she knew a state secret and she's threatening the president to go public with him and he says to her look now he it might, might seem like we're looking down at the same barrel we're You know, we're on equal footing to you. but it only looks like that. Okay. How could I how could have Forget who you're to. And I think with God, he, this, and it's put together there perfectly because what God wants to do, He wants it to be there. He wants you to remember He's drawing close to you. He's a father. And you can relate to Him as your dad, a loving dad. But all that is a consequence of condescension. He's, he's going out of His way. To make himself approachable like that to you, because in reality he is a transcendent, awesome, all-powerful being, and there is no way that we could even stand in his presence. Whether I dream of communicating with him or the Lord's Prayer captures both of these sentiments brilliantly. Look, it's Hebrews 12 there, with
0: 12:28. Living Word
1: Bible have this 2 relationship. One where we're sitting on the lap of the most loving Father you could ever imagine. Okay? Never forget. <clears throat> this is a transcendent God who dwells above and beyond us. Just moving on from the we're going to stay around the theme of heaven the whole morning. First, notice, look, I think, look, you know when you speak to somebody and they're somewhere where you want to be, say you're talking to someone on a beach, you know, they're down in the Bahamas, say, us, you know, we Palm Trees. You know, and you talk to them on the phone, and, and they're describing, you know, what a beautiful place they are. You know they are. They're, they're in the Bahamas, they're on the beach, they're looking at a blue sea, white sand, you know, in a thirty-degree temperature, with, with a cold in their hand, palm tree. I'm, I'm painting my audience. You know, seeing no. okay. And, and you're almost there, isn't it? You can you, you can touch it. Talk to someone on the beach when you're out in the cold, in the sticks. You know, you're almost there. And I think a part of acknowledging in prayer that we're talking to a Father in heaven. I think a part of prayer transports us to God. He, he puts us there. If for a moment in prayer, what do we find? We find that we are lifted above <coughs> our circumstances. We're no longer there. We're no longer sitting around a predicament that we find ourselves in, whether it's self-imposed or brought upon us. In prayer, we, we, we move out of our situation. If you feel like, it's not an out-of-body experience. And for a moment at least, we're in i not just praying to the
0: Father in heaven. Really? It's why we have an alpha on, on, on
1: Thursday. Alpha's moved to Wednesday this week, if you want to come to it. It's partly why they said we come away from prayer with such peace and perspective. Because we've had a moment where we're no longer in that situation. We've had a moment for prayer, but we're in heaven, as it were. Sometimes, at least, friends, the answer to our prayer. What I say?
0: What's the answer
1: to our prayer? The answer to our prayer is... Prayer. Thank you. The answer to prayer is... The prayer. Just praying. But regardless of whatever else happens... Just having a moment in God's presence, being with God, being in heaven as it were, with Father and with God, <clears throat> is an answer to prayer. Because you come away from it with all that we need almost to And so, when everything is falling apart, you need to pray. We need a moment in God's presence. There's more What do you notice? What heaven entails here. God dwells in a place that predates everything. What do we know about the universe? Billions of light years apart. There's trillions and trillions of stars. I, I should look at these numbers. Uh, again, sorry.
0: And yet, here's the reality:
1: it's whatever size it is, whatever its detail. God's heaven predates; it's superior to it. When God created the world, Genesis one, when God said, "Let there be light," where did He do it from? From heaven, from a place that He exists predates our world that's bigger than our world. It is outside of our, of our sphere. God is in a place that is is greater than the place that we bring. He's the God of heaven. In John, we're told that this God is, is the God of heaven which tells us that, that God's heaven is not only his abode, heaven is his is where he works from. Isaiah 66. This is what the Lord says. Heaven is my throne. Uh, and That's incredibly important. God has told me that when I'm in prayer, when I'm calling on the God who is in heaven, it means I'm calling on the God who is at what at that moment. When I'm praying to him, what is he doing at that moment? If he's in his office, what is he doing when I'm praying? He's at work. He's on shift. He's in the, the sea. He's sitting on his throne. He's in a place where he does what he does. This is what Jesus says about him, and this is really important. I think we need to know this about Jesus, about God's work. Uh, John five seventeen. My Father is. How often does He go to work? My Father is always at work. When? What hours? I know a story of my Pentecostal days when I was a young Christian. A lovely, beautiful Christian lady, like a spiritual mother to me, the story of her church they were in a prayer meeting, and someone prayed, and some afraid, a lovely prayer at the end of the prayer that says, and good night, God, sleep well. Okay? To to which another lady stood up and says, please God, don't. You don't want God to go to sleep, okay? Because he's driving the car. You do not want him to sleep. And the thing about this God, and this is what heaven reminds us, heaven is not the place where he where he lives, heaven is a place where he works. You're praying to a God who's on duty. You're praying to someone who never leaves his office, who only ever knows work. I was telling you about our new landlord earlier. Okay, yesterday. It was an eventful evening. Okay, just most of the hassle of getting settled. I was on my evening run. I try and do anything from four to six hours on a Saturday. Uh, just just tidying up my sermon usually. Okay, just trying to finish this thing off and make it look neat and get it into my head and finishing the odds and bits of technology. It's why I want to help with technology because as well as trying to finish my sermon on a Sunday night, I'm doing all the, the technology technologies that goes with it. And so here here I, here I was just about to get started thinking. I'll have a shower first just to get me relaxed. It's not cleaned. Okay? Um, and then all the fun starts. Okay, we lose the heating. We lose the water though, there's the heating up there. All power is gone. Okay? Okay, so it's half-time up for land, my landlord. Remember, I told you about the hog that he was cooking? He's at a party with the church eating pig. I okay, guess so I can't get a hold of him. I said I'm there thinking, I wonder if I get a power source somewhere else. Looking for a power source. what do I find in the back? Water pouring out of our home. Literally pouring out. And I'm like, what do I do here? Okay? And then so then they're like, fold the armor of our home up, you know, you know, what's going on here? And then and I said it's the next hour or trying to sort this mess out. Anyhow, yeah, it was a valve and. That wasn't what it got me. God, that's sorted. But here's the thing, my landlord, I'm like, now I've got another issue, okay? I can have a shower, great, but I spent 46 hours on a Saturday night finishing off, okay? How long do you think a, a laptop can go on battery? Not six hours, I tell you. Maybe two So I'm like, now what am I going to do? And I'm like, look, I'm still in country mode means I'm not even thinking, as much. am was literally two minutes off the road, I sit there and work, I'm not even thinking something like that, even Greg, well, I think I text Greg, he offered me his own, I wasn't even thinking like that, I my just thinking, I've got less than two hours to get everything finished, this is when I wish I was better and than most of it finished in the week, okay, all <laughs> right, now, what am I going to do, I said, I sent a text message, and in the hope that the landlord will pick it up, And then 10, 10, 13, he goes, don't worry. I'll sort it out. And next afternoon, I'm sitting there with a power draining on my laptop. Okay? And all of a sudden, the heater goes on. You know, uh, and my laptop's made, has got charge going into it. So I'm ready to be able to say, oh, thanks, mate. And you know, I you, know, you know, I don't really want to talk to you 10, 30 at night. You know, I just moved into the place. You know what he He goes, 24-7. You can contact me and I'll be any out any hour of the night. Seriously. And I think it's been. can This guy never stops. Why did I tell you that? Look, I want you to know, friends, doesn't matter what time of night it is. Okay? God is in his office. That's him. That's him. God is in his office. He never leaves his office. And he's there, you no know reason. Yeah, because he never knows leisure. He never does leisure. But here's the thing: he does the leisure. But because he God, what can he do? He can, he can multitask. But.
0: <laughs> Thanks, David.
1: Hey, no, we don't all, all like that, okay? Okay, God, how many, on what level, how many levels can God multitask? He can perform trillions and trillions and trillions of equations. Syntax. <laughs> so God... Is in the office all the time, friends. Take advantage of that for goodness sake. He never stops working. If this guy never stops working, it means you can never, you can never you get master of this time. The Let's be more. How have a doing it for time? I'm doing okay. Look, because he's in his place in heaven prayers are going to him, because he never clocks off. It means he never misses a prayer. does it know? He never misses a prayer. Because he's always in work, he's so He's not as though you get there, and, and, and that prayer when, when he wasn't on his shift, because he never clocks off. He never misses a prayer. Here's what Revelation says. Each one, talking about the heavenly realms, and, and, and then and the, the, the beings are there at a heart and they were holding golden bowls of incense which are your prayers okay it's golden why why the why would talk of prayers in a golden bowl because because the precious me. And the fact that in this bowl, can you see what he's picturing? He's captured them. They're there. They're accessible to him. We can see them. In fact, this bowl isn't something that you're meant to see. This bowl is something you're meant to, this bowl of incense, you're meant to smell it. It means everything in this bowl goes away. Rises to me. This is the God who has before Him every prayer you have ever prayed, whether it is five minutes ago, twenty hours ago, or even forty nine and. It means you never said a word in prayer. That is death level We look and I do it sermons, and I it takes me ten words to say what you can say in one. That's what you're thinking. You know, you have never said a word. wasted
0: because this God is
1: in heaven and he has before him your prayers captured one of them heaven is a place where know, this is a to recall when we pray where God is where God is cool Look, we all have realms where where people don't know us, don't recognise us, or where it's not our natural domain. Yeah. Look, look. You may be, uh, look, you you may run a business and you, you may be successful, and you know you, you know you've got more than people working for you. You, you turn up to your work environment. You know, you own this business. You know, how are people relating to you? i boss. You know, with respect, with, 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 with the dignity that you deserve, with the right responses. You know, you know, but, but, you, know, you may go into a school. You know, because your kids your kids studies there, okay? And you sit on a seat, and no one even turns to you. No one shakes your hand because no one knows you. You mean nothing in that situation. But in the other world, everybody knows you, everybody worships you as a way. And I want you to know something about God. Think about God in this world. What do people think of him? What do people think of God in this world?
0: they
1: They don't care about him. They have no time for him. And even the ones that ever think of him, he's no more than a swear word. The person you blame for everything that's going on. He's ridiculed. He's treated absolutely disgustingly in this world. Breaks your heart, doesn't it? What people think about God? Because in this world, John says it. It's in John, I think there's a text coming up there, please, Charlie. It's in John 17. There it is. Jesus Christ says, this must be the saddest verse in all of the world. Oh, righteous Father... No one knows you here. Yeah. It's why they speak about him in such disgusting terms. You can end up feeling sorry. You know the Lord's prayer reminds us. There's a place where God is not. Do you know how he's treated there? Do you know what they think of him there? Do you know what his name means there? This is this, Revelation 4. In the center around the throne, where were, could I just be down a little bit, please? In, volume? in the center around the throne, thank you, were four living creatures. Day and night, they never stop saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is Whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to Him who sits on the throne and who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders, all the heavenly beings, fall down before Him who sits on the throne and worship Him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, O oh Lord God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by you all things are created without their being. How is He treated in heaven? Say his prayer, we're reminded when we say those words, our Father, can I have yes. Our Father in heaven. That we pray to a God who is getting the worship is due, who is recognized,
0: who is bowed down to, whose glory already
1: is reflected, and it reminds me that I'm praying to God who is surrounded by worship. Who is all and feared and respected. Remind me. Remind me. What position? What posture? I If you've got these great heavenly, incredible beings in one posture before God. Uh, she died there 104. Right up until 101, right up when we left the UK. I used to pray with her, I used to meet with her uh, every couple of days, you know, sometimes late at night, 11 o'clock at night, and spend an hour or two praying together because I had something in my mind and she was the one to pray. Okay? Do so, you know, 101, do you know how to pray? Okay. Seriously. A hundred and one-year-old lady. Down on her knees. Not for for 20 seconds. For an hour. I think she she understood something of the God of commandment. Who was revealed by these signs beings Who dared not even look at it. if you're your knees? Do it. Seriously. Okay, you may not get back up again. You may need some help. Right? You don't have to feel sorry for this guy because no one knows him. You know where he goes? They all know his name. Philippians two things. One day when he comes here, what will they do to him then?
0: Then there'll be a stampede.
1: And get this right, get this right. Get this big right. There'll be a stampede. Don't imagine We're going to be. They're all going to be falling on their knees, because now that this story is it, real, but don't imagine for a moment that you and I will be making a beeline for God to give Him hope. Don't imagine for a moment. Because the only beeline you Returns, you will not be willing to give them a home. You, me, and every being on this planet will be what I knees. Mean. And how do I know that? This monster's just going a bit conservative today. How do I know that? Where is she? There she is. Young lady? You? Do you remember the reading? I don't turn to you. I need a I am not turn to it. Oh, I'll finish with this. I do to it. Do you remember the reading? Because when John saw him, by God, I mean Jesus Christ yeah. here. When, when John saw him, remember? He yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's right. When John saw him, okay. And remember, John knew him. He was his best pal. And what did John used to do when, when they used to hang out in the vineyard? You know what John used to do? He used to put his head on Jesus' chest. And when this John, this John, sees God, Jesus Christ, in all his splendor, in the way that we will all see him when he, when he descends on that last day. I'm trying to find my relation. That's why I'm Okay, <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's, it's the end of the book. you think it'd be easier, wouldn't you? Okay, there is it is. Yeah, and it helps about some glasses, which I don't do my best here. Come on, come on, moment, just turn to the page. It the it can't be that hard. There it is. Okay, what verse is he saying? Please give me the verse. There it is. Yes, thank you. No, 17. Get it right. It's 17. Okay? There it is. And when I saw him, Jesus Christ, okay, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. When Jesus returns, Christian, when he lands up here, whether it's on the Mount of Olives or whether it's just here, whoever, who cares what it is. When he descends, when he comes in all his glory, every knee we told in Philippians 2 will bow before him, and ah, your knee, and my knee. You were this is the thing, but there's a pathetic line in one of the songs I really love. Uh, beautiful Jesus, what a beautiful name! It's a beautiful song. It's got a pathetic line in there. You didn't want heaven when I was, and so you. The content in heaven for all of eternity with you. Okay. What does, what does he say to Athens in Athens? What does Paul say to, to the Athenians in Athens You fools, God doesn't need you. God didn't create us because he needed you. Or he needed some people to worship Father, for coming is only one. That's the name of The whole of heaven, that the doors and worships Him. In the next song, we pray Jesus' is prayer. Let's remember. He is in heaven, and the whole of heaven worships Him. But that doesn't mean it just tells me, A here. But in the they are worshiping their knees. Isn't it time you did so too? Let's finish with this. Can we read this song together? This is, this, is, this is what heaven. What are you saying? This is this is what knowing that our Father is in heaven. This is a response He should create for us. And let's do this together. we We'll say this together, and then our musicians will leave us in our last song. You can sing it. Through. Otherwise, this is a response
3: of all the earth to this God who's in heaven. I'll sing to the Lord and new song. Sing, sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing, sing to the Lord, Lord. Bless, bless his name, tell, tell of his God. salvation from day to day, declare his glory among the nations, his marvellous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are worthless idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Splendour and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. Amen. Amen. And all
1: of that is in the words.
0: Living Wood Bible Church teaching the Bible verse by verse.